0: watch texas football today live every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com youtube facebook and twitch and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag tftoday
1: yes yes y'all from the dave campbell's texas football mothership here in beautiful lewisville texas it is texas football today a program on the internet my name's greg tepper i'm gonna hide my coffee behind the lower third I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending a your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you'll listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to. I'm the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the woman who tried to uh, wally pit me while I was gone, tried to steal this show. Unsuccessfully, though, because I'm back. I've, she's the duchess of the dork she's Ashley Pickle
0: we have our own show I don't need to wally pip this one we have I listened listen
1: to the show I didn't listen to That's, the show
0: no I would be really concerned if you did no, <laughs> I did not listen to the show it was I good I did
1: get while I was on vacation I did get like an alert that it was, oh like, yeah because I get like the Facebook notifications like oh hey Dave Campbell's has gone live and I looked at it and I go <laughs> nope <Nah.
0: laughs> um no we had a really good math tuesday segment last week oh. that was that was fun i'll
1: have to check that out yeah it was in good the archive.
0: Uh, we had oh we did a march madness uh bracketology chief bracketologist mally hartley and uh as we have deemed him now noted basketball fan greg powers was on with love us Love it. yeah so it was good
1: great fantastic i love that i can leave now and you guys can just like <laughs> do the show <laughs> today is Monday, March twentieth, twenty twenty three, two hundred forty eight days of Thanksgiving. <coughs> happy birthday oh. to Mike Roach's daughter. Yes. Did you see this? Yes. Very. Friend of the program, happy. friend of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Mike Roach and his beautiful wife have been trying to adopt uh for. Boy, they said like three, three years.
0: yeah yep, It's, it's like, and I know that process is like process.
1: Like. I don't want to say neat. Obviously, we want kids to end up in good homes. But, like, mm-hmm. I know Mike. I'll vouch for him. Just give the kid. Uh, yeah. But uh, just really, really long process. But he put on Twitter this weekend that uh, she's home.
0: Yes. Which is great. Very, very excited for Absolutely.
1: her. Happy birthday to Mike Roach's daughter. Uh, I don't know her name. And that's okay. I'll find out Yeah. <laughs> Episode 1,556. On today's show, folks, we're going to have headlines from across the state, some of which I almost certainly will be recovering because... Uh, Because you guys probably talked about him last week. But I'm going to talk about him now. So that makes him new and interesting and fascinating. Does it? Not true. And then back half the show, we're going to be talking with the new head coach of the New Braunfels Canyon Cougars, Coach Nate Leonard, uh, former UTSA great. Mm -hmm. Um, We will talk with him uh, coming up at the back half the show about his uh, program down there in Comal County. So stay tuned for that. Do we have first four through the door?
0: we sure do it was coach terry crawford thanks for
1: ed. turning your questionnaire coach
0: thank you coach ed mcelroy aaron arbuckle and zill 0678 yes. oh, welcome in fellas I and missed, lady fellas and robots
1: i missed you the most zill <laughs> what how does he what does he say whenever he's like to he say like howdy? howdy howdy three
0: exclamation marks today very excited we're back
1: I Wonder if he's naggy
0: or she we're robot. I if she's an aggie. We don't know. Wonder if it's an aggie. I wonder
1: if they're an aggie.
0: I do not like that Howdy is deemed as an A and M thing, but I mean, that's my own personal.
1: Howdy is a great term. Mm-hmm. Like Howdy, Howdy, and y'all are objectively excellent, but like I do associate Howdy with Aggies. Mm. I, I do not they, in my brain. I think they use. I think they use it more than anyone else. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's talk about some headlines from across the state of Texas. Um, I was gone for a week, so some of this might be a little bit of old news, but uh, we're all catching up here, aren't we? Maybe we all took spring break. I know some coaches took spring break. Because they didn't turn in their questionnaires.
0: Turn in your questionnaires.
1: I'm on it now. I'm on, but they're coming in today, which is good. Let's start by talking small colleges, as we are wont to do around here. Um, the American Southwest Conference... Uh, for the first time in more than 15 years, almost 20 years, is going to have a new commissioner as Amy Carlton is stepping down on June 30th. Um, she was interim commissioner in July 2006, and then she was named the second commissioner in February 2007, and she's had that position for 16 years. Um, she rose. What I appreciate about Amy Carlton is that she took a, uh, she's one of us. She was their director of media relations, uh, and rose all the way to commissioner. So you too, pickle, if you want, you could be one of the. uh, You could be one of the preeminent commissioners at the division three level.
0: I think I'm good. That avenue, but I am happy for Amy. What's that? I said I think I'm good, but I am happy for her.
1: Yes, Uh, she'll be uh, stepping away after sixteen years. Uh, We certainly uh, appreciate her. She, um, you know, that, that the one of the premier conferences in Division 3 there the American Southwest Conference obviously Mm -hmm. Um, but there there are some this throws into further flux kind of the future of football in the ASC Southwestern is leaving uh, and then Sol Ross is moving to Division 2 and then McMurray Texas Lutheran and Austin College are all leaving as well so in 2024 so it is an interesting time and I'm very interested to see who they select as their next commissioner so Amy Carlton stepping down as commissioner of the American Southwest Conference okay Let's get some headlines in the, in the high school football ranks. And maybe you guys covered this last week, in which case you'll just have to hear me talk about it. Let's talk about the very famous El Campo Burleson-New Caney triangle yeah. as we all like the three just schools cycling. Like, i mean it's it's easy to just, just connect those yep. right i mean the natural triangle there it started with actually it started with john kitna stepping down at burleson correct uh john kitna stepped down at burleson i believe he, they said he was moving to ohio to take a job uh, they have found a new head coach, uh, and that is uh, they have hired the uh, the head coach of the El Campo Ricebirds, uh, Coach Chad Worrell is joining uh, is going to take over there at uh, Burleson. Um It's an interesting move, um, obviously. He's a guy who has some some roots in the DFW Metroplex because Mm -hmm. he was at Brock before Mm -hmm. he went down uh, to uh, El Campo. Was at El Campo uh, for a couple of years. Uh, Led them to a couple of nice, uh, deep playoff runs. Although, I would say that with a talent like Ruben Owens, I think it's fair to say that they... um, didn't underachieve but didn't overachieve either. They probably achieved yeah. what they should I think it
0: raised a lot of eyebrows that they never yes. made the, the full distance with yeah. what has been nationally known as like the best running back in the country for basically yeah. his entire high school career now. Yeah,
1: so so but you know, so He's a guy who likes to ground and pound. That's mm-hmm. probably what he's going to do there at Burleson, which w- would be a relative shift considering the wide open offense that they ran under John Kitna. Yeah. Um and so now you
0: might have two Burleson schools now that just like to
1: run, 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 yeah, run, run, run. <laughs> Centennial likes to do that. What is that game? Burleson and Burleson and Centennial. Do they have a name for that?
0: I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think that that's a,
1: that a, let's get a, let's get a rivalry. On that.
0: Who's y- our y- researcher? Um, you now. Oh, okay.
1: Congratulations. Um, so Burleson has a new head coach in Chad Worrell, leaving El Campo after a couple of years. Back up to the DFW Metroplex. Well, that opens up a relatively attractive top job down there in El Campo. El Campo, in and of itself, is the, that is a job that is much more than just Ruben Owens. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they It's the, a
0: one-horse too, one horse town too, which ho-
1: is big. A big mm-hmm. foray, um, A, a program that always has talent and good facilities. A lot and, of rice. They, and they have made a move. Uh, they have hired new Caney head coach Travis Reeve to be their next head coach, uh, moving from 6A to 4A. Matt Stepp put this in Slack, and he said, it looks like Travis Reeve's going to take, um, go take the job at new Caney. And I just said, that guy can't quit 4A. No, he really can't. He makes the move from Cuero to, up to New Caney. Mm-hmm. Has a couple of years there. I want to say he was there from 2000. When did he take over? Uh, he had three seasons. He was there for mm-hmm. three seasons. 2020, again, it's just... Pfft. Um, yeah, because
0: you had two years of Jack Alvarez and then yeah. Ficot
1: now. Yeah, and so now, so he goes and uh, he, he was there for three years, 23 and 11. They went 11 and one this past year. They were really good. Um, but... I wonder, he's a Victoria guy, and I do wonder if him being at Cuero, before he was there, he looked at that and he and, and he was like, let me go try the multi-school district thing, mm-hmm. right, in New Caney. And I wonder if he's just like, I mean, the one school thing just fits me better. Yeah, oh, you know? yeah. And there's guys like that. Like, there are guys who, like, I, I think people, that, again, there are people who look at, why would you leave a 6a to go to a 4a or why would you leave leave a 5a to go to a 2a like there's certain you know different strokes for different folks so to oh, speak yeah. and uh, my immediate reaction to this was yeah he's a 4a guy and i think i think i think he realized it at some point mm-hmm. down there and with an opportunity like el campo to get back at a prime like high um You know, a really high-profile foray. I think that was pretty uh, appealing to him. So, Travis Reeve, the new head coach there at El Campo.
0: Burleson and Burleson Centennial is Battle of the Boot. Battle of the Boot. I didn't know that. Our researcher looked that up.
1: Thank you, researcher. Matched up. Thank you, researcher. Flower Mel Marcus is a new head coach, and they're staying relatively local. Mm Mm-hmm. They've hired Grapevine head coach Mike Alexander to be their next head coach. Uh, Of course, Kevin Atkinson, who stepped down due to or retired due to some medical issues uh, last month, Um, they've they've hired uh, they've now hired Mike Alexander. Uh, He was there at uh, for eight seasons at Grapevine. Um, he was their head coach for six of them, going 55 and 21. They went to the regional finals in 2020, which is probably their is the best year. But he also went to the regional semifinals three other times. Um, very successful um, t- tenure there at Grapevine. And now he gets an opportunity to move over to Flower Mound Marcus uh, to take over that Marcus program. So it'll be really interesting to see uh, what he's able to do with a program that does have a state championship under the belt there at, at Marcus. So uh, Marcus uh, has hired uh, Mike Alexander from Grapevine. Elsewhere. Mount Vernon? Do you guys talk about Mount Vernon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they hired Clayton George. I thought it was cool. Uh, he's the Plano offensive <laughs> coordinator. Um, he's a guy who, um, he's an East Texas guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he went to
0: Athens? Yes, yes. correct.
1: Went to Athens. I uh, played in North Texas. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who is, um, uh, he, he was then, he's kind of a Todd Dodge guy. Uh, mm-hmm. was in the Todd Dodge tree uh, he is now going to be the next head coach there at Mount Vernon which feels like hand in glove as far yes. as the offense that they t- tend to run so keep an eye on that uh, we'll talk about this midland Greenwood has hired uh, their uh, a new head coach they have hired Brian Hill the Abilene Wiley defense coordinator to be their next head coach uh Brian Hill has been uh, is is a uh, a Lano guy correct what do you know about him are you guys like besties?
0: No, but we talked – I did a lot of research on him last week. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he was the one that took time off or, – or he was in the college ranks for a long time and then around COVID ended up coming back and mm. has been here ever since.
1: Uh, so another Lano guy in the coaching ranks. Yeah. Can't Sting sing it like that. Sting um. Uh, big transfer news. Uh, Greg Powers reports that Levante Johnson – Uh, A DCTF three-star Hot 100 prospect in the class of 2024 is he checked in at number 85 in the DCTF Rising Hot 100. Uh, he has transferred from C.E. King to Galena Park, North Shore. Uh, so the rich get richer there at North Shore uh, for their new uh, coach. Uh, see, figures to be very interesting. He's already got a guy who's got multiple, multiple, multiple scholarship offers. So keep an eye on that. But another big get there as North Shore picks up a transfer from C.E. King in Levante Johnson. And finally, let's end this segment by talking about the biggest news of the week, which is San Antonio Highlands. Mm-hmm. Did you read this story on texasfootball.com? Yep. From Matt Stepp?
0: Yeah, we talked about it last week.
1: Oh, jeez. See, this
0: is... <laughs> we talked about all of these last week. <laughs>
1: this is why I can't lose. Because
0: you know, can't... <laughs> things keep running smoothly. <laughs> I'm,
1: just, I'm just saying that, that now I have nothing to talk about. Uh, correct. Um, anyway, San Antonio Highlands hired San Antonio Stevens defensive coordinator Roger Landeros to be their head coach. Um, Former banker. That's the fascinating thing. Yep. <laughs> he apparently he told Matt Stepp that he apparently got into he was a, a banker and he basically got into coaching after just talking with an administrator at Thalsand mm-hmm. that I imagine just said like, kinda feel like you would be a good coach and he was like, Maybe I'll go be a coach. And now he's a head coach mm-hmm. of a six A program. Six A? Yeah. I yep. want to say. Yeah. I mean, that is uh Yeah,
0: he's been in and around he's been in and around the two one oh his entire coaching career.
1: Minute, yeah. But so. yeah, fascinating stuff there anyway there are some very new headlines for everyone and don't listen to last monday's episode be great we're texas football today we're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com talking football on the lone star state you can follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbells and of course see us at texasfootball.com now a word from our friends at vcr now
0: to your needs, go vcr now again that's info at vcr or by
1: calling 855 go vcr now pickle let's go to the hotline and let's go down to kamal county uh to talk with the new head coach of the new braunfels canyon cougars we're pleased to be please be joined by coach nate leonard coach how are you
2: Hey, Greg, thanks for having me on. I'm doing well. How about yourself? We're doing
1: great. We appreciate your time. How are things down there in beautiful New Braunfels?
2: Man, i tell you what, it is beautiful. Um, things are going great. You know, we're, we're in the swing off season and we'll start our spring football skills um, here in the next month and, uh, and roll that momentum into summer.
1: I want to ask you about taking over uh, this job. Uh, Travis Bush uh, leaves to go become the new head coach at UTRGV, and about three weeks ago, you were promoted to be the uh, the new head coach there uh, at Canyon High School. Um, when you got that call and you got the the notification that yeah, it's going to be you, you're going to be the, the the new head coach. I'm, I'm interested what your initial reaction was.
2: Oh, uh, just excitement. I mean, you know, Coach Bush and I have a A unique relationship. I played for him at uh, UTSA, and then I've worked with him before uh, at Seguin High School. And he brought me here to Canyon, and man, we we laid a a heck of a foundation here. And um, you know, him leaving left a pretty big gap in our program. And I just I stepped in and knew that there was a void that needed to be filled. And when I got that news that they were going to go with me for the long term, I was just ecstatic
1: you you're taking over a program that is you know that, that at least taking over the big chair of a program that's that's far from a, a rebuild i mean you guys were nine and two last year this has been a program that's been consistently very strong um over the course of, of of the past few years uh so how do you balance um taking over a program that is not necessarily in need of being fixed but also putting your own stamp on the program how do you how do you find that that how do you strike that balance there
2: you know, that's a great question because the foundation that's here is is phenomenal. Um, I think it's, I like to call it infusing new energy. You know, it's, it's a, like you said, it's a new person. Um, you know, I am putting my stamp on it. Ultimately, the vision remains the same and that's doing things better at Canyon High School than they've ever been done before. And I think it's just finding ways to uh, increase efficiency in everything that we do, develop our players the best that we can and ultimately find an edge uh, in our competitive district and then again once we get out of district in our competitive region and doing absolutely everything we can as a coaching staff to um, uh, create that competitive advantage and ultimately i think that's the stamp that we put on it is just uh looking for ways to improve in every single aspect of our program
1: talking with nate leonard the head coach of the new Braunfels canyon cougars here on texas football today we can involve the conversation at hashtag tf today uh coach uh y- y- you get the job there late february um you know these are guys in the locker room who know who you are uh you don't have to introduce yourself and tell them your name but uh I know that it's a different conversation when you are addressing them as the head coach. And so when, when you had that first conversation with your guys as head coach, uh, what was your message to them?
2: You know, that's, that's a phenomenal question. It's, it's been the same ever since I stepped into the role when there was a, a void between uh, coach Bush taking the UTRGB job and then um, Comal ISD promoting me. And that's, you know, I love our kids. I think that's one thing that's different uh, at Canyon than anywhere else I've been. Is you know, we openly tell our kids that we love them. I mean, as a staff, we're we're so united. I mean, we openly tell each other that we we love each other. We hang out together. Our kids hang out together. So, ultimately, that first conversation was that you know, I'm so glad that I'm here because I continue to get to pour into you guys and continue to build that love that we've got. We say something around here that love always wins and when you hear people talking about uh what their edge was at the end of a season whether it be the super bowl the texas high school state championship game whatever it is you always hear coaches say well our players love each other our our locker room is phenomenal you know our coaches doing a a phenomenal job and we we care about each other and and greg i can honestly say that that's exactly what's happening here so the message to our kids was we're going to keep doing what we've been doing um and we're going to make it even better
1: there's plenty to be excited about this this 2023 squad that you guys are going to bring back, and it's hard not to look at at the guy under center uh, as as a good starting point. Deuce Adams was was spectacular as a as a junior last year. Um, you know, dual threat guy threw for three thousand yards. Um, this guy is can do a little bit of everything uh the 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 tape is real fun to watch but uh but you're the guy who gets to see him in practice you're the guy who got to coordinate his offense last year uh what is it about deuce adams that that really sets him apart that makes him special
2: it's his maturity um even when games are are I stress. I mean, I can, I can just tell one story that'll give you a little bit of insight about Deuce Adams. You know, we're playing Corpus Christi veterans Memorial, which is a state semifinal team. And uh, we play them home opener first game of the season and we're taking them down to the wire. We've got to go score, you know, two or three minutes left on the clock and we've got to go score uh, to, to give ourselves a chance. Um, And I'm, I'm getting the offense together on the sideline and, and, Deuce is talking to our defensive coordinator and he's telling him, Hey, you know, no need to worry. We got you. We're going to take care of it. Um, we're going to get it done right here. He came, comes over to the huddle, marches the team down the field. Um, when when we were trying to figure out if we wanted to go for two to win it or kick the field goal to, to tie it, he goes, no, nah, we're going for two. And so when when you have a, a, a you know, field general like that looking you in the eyes and, and telling you that he's confident enough to lead his team. He's, he's telling coaches that he's confident enough to um, lead a game winning drive and that we don't need to worry. You got something special. And ultimately who you see on tape, like you said, it's exciting to watch him on tape. Who you see on tape is who you get in practice. You know, deuce is, is deuce 24 seven. Know, and, and as a coach, It's so exciting to coach a young man like that because he's talented on the field and he's a heck of a person off the field. And he really makes our job easy in the fact that we don't have to worry about him at all. It's a pleasure to be around him and he's doing great things for our community.
1: Uh, on the other side of the ball, um, the the defense took a real nice step forward last year. A big reason why you guys were able to go nine and two uh, and and run to the second round of the play or run to the playoffs. Um, you guys, um, you know, you guys, I know, are going to bring back a, a fair number from what was a decently young defense uh, from last year. What has you excited about the defensive side uh, going into 2023?
2: The consistency of it, Greg. I mean, you know, we we put in a a completely new defense last year. To have that success in year one defensively is a tribute to our kids and our coaches for for installing it, believing in it. Um, And so, honestly, it's the consistency. And like you said, I mean, it was relatively young in certain places, but when you look at it, you know, as a coach, you're losing some guys that were – nasty physical defensive players that made that thing go you know Kono Hyatt is gone Um, Lane Buteau is gone Danny Perez signed with Texas A&M Kingsville so you're missing some some pieces of that puzzle but the consistency and the development uh, our coaches do a phenomenal job of developing our kids and so it's the next man up mentality and we've definitely got young men in place to fill those voids on defense and knowing it now and going into year two of that defense has me excited about it.
1: Uh, talking with Nate Leonard of, of Canyon Cougars here on Texas football today. Uh, Coach, um, uh, you turned in your questionnaire for the magazine. I appreciate that. And, and I can't help but notice, <laughs> I can't help but notice that, um, that one of the guys that you, you, you mentioned is you're most excited about and, and knock me over with a feather is your center. Uh, yeah. Pola new who is a, a six foot two seventy five, a 270 pound, uh, man in the middle. Um, you know, a little thing about being a center, uh, yeah. what, 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 has you excited about this young man?
2: What excites me about Pola is that, and I tell people this and they, they think I'm, you know, being, being untruthful about it, but Pola is a better high school center than I ever was. Hmm. I mean, he, he is he is the man in the middle. He is a leader on and off the field. He is stronger in the weight room than I ever was in high school. Um, you know, he leads our he leads our leaderboard. You know, our weight room leaderboard on just about every um, every lift. And you know, he he's a. I feel like he's a better leader than I was in high school. I mean, he has the respect of every single one of his teammates. He does things in game that you sit there and go, this guy's been playing the position for years and years. And in fact, Greg last year was his first year playing center ever. Mm -hmm. And he was an all district guy. um, And he really made himself known. And so, you know, when you have a guy like that leading the, the biggest position group on the field, it, it makes you your sleep at night, just a little bit better. And knowing Pola, knowing his family, uh, just coached his sister, Solace. She's one of our volleyball players. Just coached her in the state powerlifting meet in Frisco this past weekend. I mean, to have those types of people in your locker room, in your community, in your facility, um, it, it, it's it's a blessing for a coach. That's for sure.
1: Uh, and, and finally, Coach, I, I do want to ask you about your own college experience. You were uh, the anchor of the, uh, the the UTSA offensive line for their uh uh, their first 34 games of, of the in their program history, um, and you know an academic All-American, the first academic All-American in program history. Uh, can compared to you know when you look look at, at the program that you were a part of now, uh, and 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 the program where it is right now, I'm I'm interested in, in your take on on exactly what UTSA has been able to do the past few years, uh, kind of growing it's growing itself into one of the preeminent uh, programs in Texas
2: you know, it makes me beam with pride, knowing that um, I had a, a somewhat of an impact on on starting that program. And, and what I tell people is this, I can tell that the program has grown because I wouldn't be able to play for UTSA the way it is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, if, if UTSA was where it is, it is at now, when I was a senior in high school, I wouldn't be recruited. And for me, that's I take pride in that because you know I was able to get into the Division One level um, because UTSA was a startup. Uh, I played with other guys that felt that they were passed over. We we gave it an identity. Um, you know, Coach Traylor and his staff have taken that identity and just just put it put it all into the city, all in for the two one zero. Um, they've given us so much to be to be proud about in regards to the program. They've involved us back into the program. Um, you know, it's 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 great to see where it is. Um, and I cannot wait to see what Coach Trailer, his staff and those young men are able to do in the years to come.
1: He's Nate Leonard. He's the new head coach of the New Braunfels Canyon Cougars. Coach, we sure appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the new gig. Uh, can't wait to see what your Cougars do this fall.
2: Thank you so much, and it's a it's a pleasure to be to be on your show, and it's an honor that you you asked me to be on here. And, and go Cougs!
1: Thanks, coach. There he goes, Nate Leonard, head coach of the Canyon Cougars here on Texas Football Today. That's a I I would imagine I would imagine that Mike Craven. Really likes Nate Leonard.
0: Uh, I would, uh, yeah, I would bet so. I would bet so. Big UTSA. That guy. W-
1: and that was back in like the days when he was really, I want to say, he was, like, really covered on him. the beat. You know yeah. what
0: I mean? I was going to um, say that might be when he kind of started Birds
1: right. Up. Exactly right. Um, so uh, excited to see what goes on down there. A lot of movement, obviously, with uh, Coach coach travis bush taking over at mm-hmm. utrgv um big shoes to fill but yeah. i think that uh coach nate leonard's ready for it and he's a guy who's obviously pretty passionate about it's that a pretty program. school oh <laughs> we yeah. pass
0: it on the highway every single time we drive i've been five. i've
1: been i went to uh to a, a, a canyon and uh, versus new braunfels game yep. a couple of years ago it was a lot of fun it's a, it's a wild fan base so they're they're gonna have something really exciting coming in the fall uh thanks in large part to their head coach nate leonard we appreciate his time Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, The Final Thoughts.
0: Um, We're obviously a football show, and we talk a lot of football, but I did want to promote uh, our basketball podcast, Zone Star State, uh, with Ishmael Johnson and Matthew Bruni because it is March Madness, and they're kind of in their Mm -hmm. prime time Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, But Bruni called Creighton over Baylor and got that Mm -hmm. right in the men's bracket. And then Bruni called Ole Miss over Stanford in the women's bracket. And if you're not very familiar with the women's bracket, Stanford was a number one seed. Ole Miss was an eight seed. So that was a uh, that it was a happens. large upset that Bruni was spot on about.
1: Can I can I issue a hot take? Yeah, because I'm a hot take artist, as you know. That's what I am. That's what I do. Okay. I think the women's tournament's been better than the men's tournament
0: in recent years. I think this
1: year, and I just think overall. Mm, yep. Yeah. I think it's been better. I watched. Um, who did Iowa beat in the second round? I'm obsessed with Kaitlyn Clark.
0: Yes, she is unbelievable. She had, what, 33 of the 38 points in the second half against their last opponent? I'm It was obsessed. absolutely insane.
1: I'm going to buy, because you can buy, because of NIL deals, you can buy a shirt. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to F around and buy a shirt.
0: Yeah, she's unbelievable. I mean, truly unbelievable. Uh,
1: there was a hot minute when South Carolina was in a little bit of trouble. I think they, mm-hmm. they might have been down at halftime. Um, to South Florida, and then they, mm-hmm. then the the monster woke up. Woke up They're yeah. incredible. They. Like, I just. Don't, I don't know how anybody beats them.
0: Are so stinking fun to watch because I'm working the Final Four, mm-hmm. and I am thrilled at the idea of getting to see them play in person.
1: Yeah, it is a um, it is it, it's been a lot of fun to watch the 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 women's the, the women's tournament. Mm-hmm. I've, I think I've watched more of that than I have the men, um, but.
0: The men's tournament's been great this year too. It's been good, yeah. It's been there. Has sure. been some some major major upsets so far this. I mean, two of the number one seeds are out.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: sure you were very happy about the Kansas loss.
1: I was, especially because it was 30 minutes preceding Missouri's loss yes. to a 15 seed. <laughs> they've now have two losses to 15 seeds uh-huh. on their pocket. Um, cool.
0: Mallory's Mallory's Spartans are yeah. into the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. The Cougs are go Cougs. Mm-hmm.
1: And then oh yeah, today tonight at uh, I think this is I don't know. Um, uh, Baylor and Yukon in, um, in the second, the- it's in the second round. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because Baylor has only been like by Baylor women's standards. Like they've been pretty good yeah. compared to like the juggernaut that they normally are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that'll be a big game tonight. That's on ESPN.
0: Yeah. Yukon women are really good again this the year. Yukon
1: women are really good.
0: So yeah, no, that'll um, be fun. Yeah.
1: There's a lot, of, a lot of good,
0: a lot of good. But anyway, Zone Star State—they yes. have fantastic breakdowns of all this. But Bruni deserves some credit for for those two calls that he yeah. had made.
1: So go, go subscribe to Zone Star State, which is another frustratingly well-named podcast. <laughs> I'm
0: not to- giving Ish that amount of credit today. To this, <laughs> what
1: are we doing going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Campbell's, And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks once again to Nate Leonard, head coach of the New Falls Canyon Cougars, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for Math Tuesday Texas Football Today.